0: Welcome back to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show. This is episode 96, Mail Me Patience. It's actually two part there's Mail Me and there's Patience. And I'm going to explain that here in a minute. But I want to start by saying that for the first time ever, this episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show is brought to you by, drumroll please, me. This episode is sponsored by your host, Andy Humphrey. Yep, I'm paying for this episode myself, or not really paying for it myself, to entertain your earballs. No, just kidding. But I got your attention, right? That's my job. Get your attention. What the hell is he talking about? No, but really, it's a reminder that this show is free and it costs me probably, I did the math the other day. Less now because it's quicker, but on the average, it cost me about $500 of my time to produce each episode, and I realize that it's just my time. It's not actual money, but we all know time is money, and I'm making this investment for both of us. So if you enjoy what I'm producing, my only ask is that you, number one, subscribe to the show. Hit that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. And number two, share this show with a friend or colleague. And actually, maybe that's more important. Maybe it's more important to share than subscribe. So yeah, share this show, share this episode with a friend or colleague. That would mean the world to me. And because, really, because this podcast is niche, and it is niche by design, there's really not like a pool of a million listeners out there searching for sprinkler nerd podcast, irrigation podcast, right? It's not like digital marketing. It's not like fitness. It's not like mental health, right? The, this, this niche that we're in is very specialized. So the best way that we can develop a larger audience together is word of mouth. And for that, I need your assistance. So please subscribe. Please share this episode with a friend And I love you to pieces. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you wanna use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. Cool. Here we are back on another episode. And I'm pretty freaking stoked because, as it turns out, you guys are really liking the direction of this podcast. It was so awesome to meet many of you one on one last week in Las Vegas. I appreciate all your honest feedback about the direction of this podcast. Even if it's just me rambling in your earballs, you guys like it. So, thank you. What I want to do for this episode is, I mentioned it's got two parts. So, we're going to talk about the first part of this episode. And the first part I'd like to describe as an experiment. This is the Mail Me Experience experiment. And why, let me ask you, why would I do an experiment on this podcast? I'm just going to let you think about that for a minute. Why would I do an experiment on this podcast? And the real reason is because I need to entertain myself. Like, seriously, sometimes I have to do something that seems nutball crazy, weird, or indifferent in order to entertain myself, in order to have the stamina to go through and record something like this and make it interesting and entertaining for me. But seriously, though, I actually thought that this experiment would be fun for both of us and it would be, could be an interesting way. For really for us to get to know each other a little bit better. So now that I really have your attention, like what the fuck is this guy talking about? What experiment? Here's the experiment. I would like to personally mail you something. That's why I named this podcast Mail Me. I want to mail you something. I don't know if I can say what that something is, but I want to mail you something so let's just leave that a mystery. But before I can mail you something, that was a tongue twister, but before I can mail you something, I need your address. And Miles, if you're listening, way up there in Oh Canada, I'm not sure what it might cost me to mail you and your team something, but I do owe you for all the double whiskeys that you bought for me in Las Vegas. So thank you, actually. That was very, very fun. Thank you so much. Um, so here's what I need you to do. I need all of you to visit wwwsprinklersupplystorecom forward slash mail me, okay? That's forward slash mail me, M-A-I-L-M-E, com forward slash mail me, fill out the form. Uh, that's how I'm going to get your address because you're going to type it into that form and I know how many people listen to each episode, so my first thought was, why do I want to mail everyone something? But I know that this is not a million people, okay? I can do it, and as this episode ages, I want to continue to do it. My only potential fear would be what would happen if the industry wakes the hell up and everyone starts listening to podcasts? And then I thought, well, maybe if it becomes a problem, I'll just get Hunter to sponsor these mailings. No, 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 I'm just kidding. But that's my experiment. I would like you to visit www.sprinklessupplystore.com forward slash mail me, and I'm going to personally send you something. So I hope that sounds interesting. I'd like to see what happens, and let's run it. Okay. So that's the first part of the episode. The second part of the episode is called Patience. And There's so much to to talk uh, about as it relates to patience, and I'm the first one that often does not have any freaking patience. So what I'm going to mention and talk about next is also a reminder for myself. And if it's a reminder for myself, maybe that'll resonate with you as well. So here it goes. This reminder for patience comes from an American author, Stephen Pressfield, and I heard an interview with Steven Pressfield on The Tim Ferriss Show. I know it seems like the last couple episodes I'm talking about The Tim Ferriss Show, but there is just some gold uh, on that on that show. And sometimes it takes time. And in this case, I had to have patience to listen to almost all of it because what I'm going to talk about literally was dropped within the last 10 minutes of the episode that was over an hour long. And sometimes Tim Ferriss, his show goes very, very long. So it's kind of interesting that I had to have some patience to listen to the entire episode. And then the one thing that I picked up that resonated with me the most was how Stephen Pressfield talked about patience. So I want to tell you just a little bit about Stephen Pressfield because I didn't know him by name, but I had heard of a couple of his books. Uh, the first one, The Legend of Bagger Vance, and then I had heard of his other one of his other very popular books called The War of Art. You know, versus the Art of War, The War of Art. He's now a very famous author, but he likes to say that he wrote for 17 years before he earned his first penny. I mean seriously, he wrote for 17 years before he earned his first penny. He wrote for 27 years before he got his first novel published, and during that time he worked for at 21 different jobs in 11 states. He taught school He drove tractor trailers. He worked in advertising as a screenwriter. He worked on offshore oiled rigs. He picked fruit as a migrant worker. And for one season, he said he lived in a house with no power, no water, no doors, no windows, where rent was only $15 a month. Seriously, this guy put in the time. I don't know where he found the patience to go 21 years Doing all those different jobs before he made a penny doing what he liked to do. Okay. And maybe it was that I didn't pick up on this patience, you know, for the beginning of this episode with Tim Ferriss. I only picked up on it at the end. And Tim asked Stephen, he said, Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? And that is what I want to share with you because Stephen said that. Patience is what he wants people to know. He says that writers specifically, but, but this is relatable to all of us, that life is kind of like an odyssey. You know, you go from someone that at the start can't do it, and at the end, you can do it. And that's what got my attention, because of course, at the beginning, you can't do something, so you have to learn, but by the end, you can do it. So I, I kind of feel like if, if you feel like you can't do something, perhaps you are just at the start of it, right? It's, it's not that you can't do it. It's just that some things take time to learn and everyone has a different learning ability. Some learn quickly, some learn slowly, and not everyone has the same amount of time to invest in learning what they need to learn. So. The bigger questions, actually, it's, it's kind of more of a reminder, is that you can do anything. And I, I just, if you'd learn nothing more from listening to me in your earballs, is that you can do anything. Anything is possible. It's all possible. Okay. So you can do anything. And one of the takeaways from Stephen's story that kind of stuck with me is that is this kind of like he describes it as like a series of breakthroughs that you have along your journey, your own life, your own business, you know, whatever that is, you have kind of have this series of breakthroughs along the way. Um, and these breakthroughs or these aha moments, they don't always pay off in that moment that you had the breakthrough. Okay, And let's call breakthroughs ahas, because I think in our industry, and he called them a breakthrough, but I like to think of it as like an aha moment. The light bulb goes off, right? But then sometimes nothing happens. <laughs> he, he says that like maybe that it could take 10 years for it to finally pay off, okay? So for you listening and trying to maybe understand what I'm talking about, what it means is that big work... Big ideas, big aha moments, big breakthroughs often take time to actually become something. And and maybe something is more than just the idea or the moment in your mind. So if you're starting a company right now, let's say, or you've just hired some key employees or you're building a passive income stream by flipping houses, you know, it might take a year it might take two years or it might take more for you to really start seeing the benefits of your aha or breakthrough moment. So I wanna give you a specific example because I had a breakthrough moment. I don't know if it's breakthrough. I had an aha moment um, earlier this year and I don't think I've talked about it publicly, unless unless I don't remember, but I don't think so. I had this aha moment to offer... Paid technical support calls with me via Zoom behind a paywall, okay? Remote technical support calls via Zoom behind a paywall. And this was kind of like, you know, how could I be like Best Buy Geek Squad for anyone in America? And it came to me because there's millions of DIYers that are all, they all go to YouTube, right? To get answers. We go to YouTube. I go to YouTube to get answers about the shit I don't know about. And then I thought, you know, what if for, I just picked out a number, what if for 75 bucks, I could just answer their question. So what I did is I signed up with the calendar application. I linked in my calendar. I added a payment method. I, I built this out in literally two hours. I threw a link up on YouTube and then I waited. <laughs> and then one day, someone actually booked a call with me. They paid 75 bucks. They scheduled a call with me and I was like, shit, like, fuck yeah, this worked. This is going to be a game changer. But did it change the game? Nope. Well, I mean, it did a little bit because now we have a better approach to manage next level support. And I believe that what we have to offer as professionals shouldn't be free. (laughs) So we have a better strategy for that. But my aha moment, the vision that I had was literally like a room full of sprinkler nerds, right? We could answer calls. We could help people over the web for free. I could totally see it. I could clearly see it. And I could hire like the best sprinkler technicians around the country. And we could provide, you know, subcontracting service for distributors, for contractors. Again, it was kind of like, we could be like, Best Buy, like Geek Squad for Best Buy for the irrigation industry, right? How annoying is it if you're a branch manager when a homeowner walks into your branch and they want to buy one sprinkler and they want 30 minutes of free help? There's a solution for that. You just need to direct them over to the Sprinkler Nerd team. So that was my aha moment. And it's a valid idea and I got it to work but the time that it will take to actually turn it into something like a novel will take a long time. And so that's just another real-world example of having a breakthrough moment, an aha, actually testing it, and then realizing that, all right, this needs to be vetted a little bit more. we got to really think about this. we got to drive some traffic. Getting, getting to, the, to the actual light bulb that went off is going to take time, and patience. Okay. So it would be amazing if we could all just snap our fingers and make shit happen immediately. And for me, just like I said, I so often forget this. And I, I'm not like this example, but it reminds me of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory when the gal's like, I wanna Oompa Loompa and I wanna Oompa Loompa now. <laughs> because sometimes when your vision is so clear, you're just like, shit, I want this. Okay. Now, That was my example. One thought I had that we're hearing a lot of, and I think is going to happen, but we need to have patience, is that you might be like, oh, cool. Now I know. I just learned how to connect smart controllers to the internet. Okay? This might be old. Yeah, you know how to connect a smart controller to the internet. And now you can manage them remotely. But what if you can't sell that service Right? It's one thing to know how to connect them. It's one thing to see an opportunity. It's a completely different thing to actually put that into practice and build the business and build the service model behind it. And to do that, it takes patience. And so I feel like what happens is you can see it, and then some of us go, "Yeah, that idea is not going to work because nobody wants to pay that. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, maybe not right now, But they might in the future, we just have to have patience, okay? Because it might take you, like we talked about before, it might take you a couple years to build out that model. And you can't expect to hit the ground running immediately, right? So this, this entire second half of this episode here is really just a reminder to have patience and likely also persistence. Cause as I'm just thinking out loud to myself, as I talk, I, you could, you could have patience, but if you don't have persistence, then you might not actually pursue the aha moment that you were working on. So yeah, have patience and have the persistence to make it happen. And, you know, The one thing that Steven said at the the very end is he goes, there is a process. And remember that there is significance in the breakthroughs that you discover, those aha moments, and that change is happening. So if you like it, you want it, you can have it, you can do it. It's just a matter of having a little patience. So thank you so much. And if you wouldn't mind... Remember to subscribe. Remember to share this episode with a friend. And remember to visit sprinklessupplystore.com forward slash mail me because I really want this experiment to work. I don't know if it's a breakthrough moment, but it's something that could be really fun and I would love to send you something. So let me mail you something. Okay. Please do that for me. And uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. I love hearing from all of you guys and uh, yeah, have fun out there, guys. We enjoy what we do, and uh, that's all I have for you. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.